followed him and wanted to know more about him. But you know what? The more she knew about Jesus, and as much as she knew about Jesus, she didn't, she didn't believe in him all the time. She didn't understand everything that he said. She was still unsure of a few things. And we can see that in our passage. Because whenever Mary gets to the tomb, she is weeping. She is sad. She had seen Christ die. And that is, must have been a very, very difficult experience for Mary. But during Christ's life, he had told his disciples, he had told his followers, yes, I will die, but I will rise again on the third day. Yes, I am going to die, but I will rise again. Do not be sad when I die because it's not the end. And he told his followers this over and over again, so much so that in Mark chapter 8, sorry, in Matthew chapter 27, verse 62, listen to this. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that imposter, or that's what they called Jesus, we remember how Jesus said while he was still alive, after three days I will rise. These are the Romans. These are the Pharisees. These are people who should not and do not believe in Jesus. They don't believe that he was the Son of God. They don't believe that he was the Messiah. And yet they are worried that while on earth Jesus was teaching everyone, saying, I will rise again on the third day, they're terrified of that. They're terrified that Jesus might actually rise again on the third day. And so they say, order the tomb to be made secure until when? Until the third day. Make sure there is no chance that this tomb will be moved until after the third day. Even Jesus' enemies thought that he would rise again on the third day. And yet here we have Mary, a follower of Jesus, someone who was healed by him, someone who trusted in him. And on the third day, what is Mary doing? Mary's crying. She is sad. She is upset. She thinks that the body has been moved by somebody else. She does not remember what Christ taught. Well, maybe she does remember, and she just cannot believe what he said. Maybe she just can't believe it. Many of you don't know who I am, which is great, because I can make all sorts of ridiculous claims whenever I'm up here about myself. So one of the things that I could possibly say is I could tell you that I am one of the best footballers in the Irish League, and that today I was playing for Dungan and Swifts away to Crusaders, and although we got beat 4-0, uh, I was an exceptional player. And somebody laughed, which I'm really upset about. Do I not look like an elite footballer? All right, fair enough. But if I said that to you, you wouldn't believe it because I don't look like a footballer. And I'm not very good at football, although I enjoy watching it. You'll not believe it. You'll not believe me. Not because you don't, uh, or because you see me and you think I can't do it. 
and also because of the fact that I'm here tonight. If I was a professional footballer, I'd like to think I'd be, uh, I'd be living it up somewhere, really, even as a Dungannon Swifts player. But you wouldn't believe me. You can see it, and you wouldn't believe it. Maybe if I go on at you a couple of times, you'd maybe start to think, he is being serious here. But imagine going at you for three years, talking about how I am a professional footballer, showing you evidence of how I'm a professional footballer. You would believe me. And this is what has happened with Mary and the disciples. Three years of Jesus' ministry, he has told them, I will rise. I am God's son. Me and the Father are one. And yet here we are at the first sign of difficulty. Mary doesn't believe. She has periods of unbelief. You know, Mary was unknown a very small character in the grand scheme of things in our Bible and in our Gospels. She had a real troubled past, seven demons she was healed of by Christ, and who knows what else she was doing. She was lesser. People in society didn't view her as someone who was trustworthy. They didn't think of her as someone that could be trusted or someone that would benefit them. And you know what? Mary had periods of unbelief. Mary wasn't the perfect Christian. Mary wasn't the perfect follower of Jesus. Mary struggled. Mary found it hard. And yet Mary is the one who God chose in his infinite wisdom to reveal the risen Christ to first. How amazing is that? And you know, as I read that passage... As I look at Mary and I think of her and what we've learnt about her, I can't help but feel sometimes the same as Mary. Sometimes I feel the same as her. Unknown. Unknown. In the grand scheme of this world, I am unknown. We are unknown. Small CE and ported down. Removed from even the capital of our, of our country. We are so unknown, really, in the grand scheme of things. We can feel so small sometimes. Maybe even in school, you feel unknown. Nobody really knows who you are. You're not in the, the popular group. Maybe you don't play rugby. You don't, you're maybe even in your sports team, you're not that well thought of. You're unknown. Or maybe tonight you've come here and, and you think to yourself, well, why would God want me? I am too bad. I, I have had a troubled past. I've done things that I shouldn't. And even now, you're thinking of things in your head that you still do. And you think, you know, I have done so many wrong things. I have done a lot of wrong things. And you think, I'm a bit like Mary. You know, I still do wrong things. God really wouldn't pick me. Maybe you're seen as lesser in school. Even as a, a Christian in school, you can be seen as lesser. Maybe your science teachers or your politics teachers or even your RE teachers, whatever it is, just think lesser of you because you are a Christian, because you believe in God and because you believe in what the Bible teaches. And people out there can think lesser of you because of that and say things like, how stupid could he be? How daft is she to believe in the Bible? That book is hundreds of thousands of years old. It's not relevant. It's not true. And they see us as lesser. You know what? And maybe you're like Mary as well. 
Sometimes you do find it difficult to be a Christian. Sometimes you go through periods of forgetting what Jesus said, of forgetting what he told you about how much he loves you, of forgetting about how he chose you. Sometimes you just go through periods where it's difficult. What does Jesus do to Mary? What does Jesus do for us? What changes in Mary Magdalene's life? Look down at me if you have your Bibles open to John chapter 20, verse 11. Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb, and as she saw, and as she did, she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one of them at the head and one at the feet. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. And saying this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Verse 16, Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabbani, which means teacher. What happened in Mary's life? She saw the risen Lord. And look how Christ was to her. Look how Christ treated her. In the midst of her unbelief, in the midst of her weeping, in the midst of a difficult time, a woman who was unknown, a woman who had sinned and done wrong, Look at how he treats her. He asks her two questions. Why are you weeping and whom are you seeking? Jesus could have came in and said, do you not remember what I told you? He could have said to her, did you not listen to me? I said I would rise on the third day and you didn't listen. But he speaks softly to her. Mary. He says her name. She probably had heard it a thousand of times before. But this time it changed her life. She realized who it was that she was speaking to. She realized that Christ was looking right at her and that he was not dead, but he was risen. The same Christ who had conquered her demons had now conquered death. The same Christ who called her to follow him, this unknown woman called her by name. The same Christ who saw her in her unbelief, saw her in her doubting, and called her by her name and accepted her as who she was. And you know, this evening, no matter how long you have been a Christian, no matter what your past looks like, this picture of Christ summarizes what he does for you what he does for me and what he does for everyone. He doesn't come judging us for what he has done, but he calls us by name softly, asking us to come and follow him, the risen Lord who has conquered death. And what should our reaction be to this? Well, Mary, as the first Christian, shows us she follows Christ's 
commands. Verse 17, Jesus says, Do not cling to me, for I have not ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father. And so Mary went. When Christ says go, Mary goes. And just like that, we should be like Mary. Accept Christ when we see him and when he commands us to go and tell others, we go and tell others. You know, as I looked over this passage for the past uh, two weeks or so, I just couldn't help but think of how Mary is a picture of us as, as Christians and believers, and especially for you young people. Uh, you live in a world where it is very difficult to be a Christian, where you're under a lot of pressure, uh, peer pressure to do things maybe you shouldn't, uh, pressure in social media to take part in things maybe you shouldn't, to see things maybe you shouldn't. And you know what? It's so easy at times just to think it's not worth being a Christian. Too many things I should and shouldn't do. It's hard to follow Jesus. But I would encourage you to keep this picture of Mary as she turns and sees Jesus. I can just imagine her eyes lighting up as she sees the risen Christ. And it says here that she tries to cling to him. You know what? For the rest of this year, for the rest of your life, try to be like Mary and cling to Jesus in all situations. Let's pray as we close. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for this picture of Mary, Lord, someone who was unknown, someone who struggled with sin, somebody who even struggled with unbelief at times and was seen as someone on the outskirts of society, lesser than the rest of everybody else. And Lord, sometimes we can feel like that. But in those times, may we cling to you. May we come to know you on a deeper level, Lord, and worship you as Mary did. Be with us for the rest of this evening. Allow us to worship you uh, correctly, for it's in your name. Amen. Amen.